welcome back to the Speed of Grace podcast. Hi, I'm Valerie Grace, creator of the Breakthrough Woman program at speedofgrace.com. Do you remember a time in your life when you failed publicly? Maybe the shame, humiliation, and self-blame were too much for you to get over. You feel like somehow you begin to lose yourself. You begin to even lose interest in being with the people around you, from family to friends. You don't want to show up for more and more social activities. And even on big days, you know, of other people like weddings, birthdays. You begin to lose interest in what you used to be passionate about, like your hobbies, pastime. You know, you begin to lose interest in life itself. How do you break through such a heavy, dark time of your life? Is it possible to ever return to your original happy, healthy, confident self? Is it possible to even enjoy life again? Today, you are in for a treat to be inspired and encouraged by the breakthrough story of Fan. How did Fan overcome depression, self-sabotage, and shame from business failure and reclaimed her physical health, happiness, and relationships? One of the most thoughtful, vibrant, and helpful women I know, Fan is also a Breakthrough Woman alumni who first reached out to me by Facebook Messenger in 2017. And guess where she was? She was in a clinic going to learn more about that later. Let's welcome Van. Hello, Val. Thank you for showing up in this podcast. Thank you you for the opportunity to be here. (laughs) Tell us about yourself. Tell us more. Okay, I'm a mother of two. I love Mm. to sing, cook, Mm -hmm. and I love to read anything that's intriguing, find out anything that's intriguing to me. Mm. Yes. Like yes. what what kind of, how old are your children? Uh one is twelve and another is uh-huh. uh, eight year. Yes. Yes. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And what what do you like to cook? <laughs> oh many things. What are your I favorite cuisines? Okay, the uh, local cuisines I cook from chili crab to wow. like uh kue. Yeah, you know our onde onde. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, and then during the COVID-19 circuit breaker in Singapore, yes. then I started baking breads. Yeah. Ah, wow. Correct. Something <laughs> that I've never done before. Couple of failures. Yeah, but uh-huh. then eventually, I got my hamburger buns right. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Very adventurous. I mean, um, I can never get to it, you know, baking stuff. <laughs> then your children must be very lucky. They can eat I all mommy's to- food. I thought so, but some are not so well received. Yeah, but uh, a couple are. Okay, children. Children are the most honest reviewers. Food critics. Yes. 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 You know, all these things, right, Fan? Um, cooking, yeah. singing, exploring new things, and laughing about your failures. You know, even in baking. Uh, yes. I know. I know. Uh that it, it wasn't something that was kind of normal in your life not too long mm. ago. Yeah. Because you were in quite a dark, uh, you had a dark time in your life. And mm. today you're going to share with us more about that. Yes, so, I am. Yeah. And so what was going on for you when you were going through this dark time? Like, can you tell us more what was your life like? Okay, maybe I can share in 2017. Yes. Yeah, I came to a place where 
Mm. Basically, I was uh, suffering from the worst outbreak of eczema in my life. Oh. So, uh, red spots were begin to surface all over mm. from my face right down to my feet. And uh, I don't know what happened to me. I, it was getting out of control. For three months, I didn't left my house because I couldn't go out in this state. Then yeah. um, it was really a tough period where I struggled mentally, emotionally. There was a lot of shame, mm. depression, and hopelessness because um, I was an outgoing and up- upbeat person. But this mm. really, I felt so defeated. Yeah, and I couldn't have any confidence to face people out there, you know, in the world. And uh, like uh, relationally, when somebody pressed the doorbell, yeah, but going to answer the door, it was a huge struggle to me. I wow. just cannot imagine anybody seeing my skin in such a state. Yeah, wow. so I was really suffering inside out, uh, beyond words. Yeah. And how how do you how did that affect your relationships with the people at home then since you were in the house and you didn't want to go out and you were not feeling good, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally? Yes, um basically I kept to my work desk. Okay. I was sitting most of the time at home during that time. Hmm. So even when my family was around in that four room flat, you know, that was yeah. A 93 square meter house mm-hmm. I usually confine myself to that corner Yeah, wow. I don't go Of that, you know, space Unless I'm going for toilets Get okay. some water Or have my meals I was mm-hmm. like Isolating myself emotionally also mm-hmm. From my husband From my kids My mom and my sis who were staying with me Yeah, yeah. Uh, I couldn't even care for my children Like when mm-hmm. they have special events in school Mm. I would not be yeah because mm. I can't go out like that yeah mm. yes. and you know you remember those days those nights how mm. how was your sleep how was your sleep back then in those days those days uh, uh actually if you ask me to recall mm-hmm. everything was like um pretty much a days you know because I just allow days to slip past me Mm. I can't remember, recall very much what I was doing, but uh, I just remember skipping to myself most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Then, uh, um, you know, very deep into those thoughts, like, mm. you know, wow, I, I keep staring at myself in the mirror, looking at my skin. When is this going to be over? Yeah. yeah. Then, uh, my husband tried to find remedies outside. Yeah. yeah. Today, he'll bring me this supplement, tomorrow, he'll bring me that supplement. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> then uh, then I mm. I would like uh set up appointment to to the clinics and yeah. that's about it. Yeah, I totally lost interest in everything. I have no interest to connect with people. I have no interest to uh you know to do anything that used to I used to be passionate about. Right, yeah. mm. right, and so. Yes. You know when you were with yourself, well, were you online a lot? Like when you were online, mm. um, if you searched anything on Google, do you remember what you used to search for in those ah. dark days? Oh, I think definitely I'm searching for the cause of my skin. Yeah. Yeah. What happened to me? 
and then I, as a way of escape, I yeah. started, uh, you know, watching some mm. fun YouTuber videos, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, it's my way of escape. Yes. Yeah, like uh, watching some other people, you know, uh, doing what they enjoy. Yeah. Right, right. Learning what they enjoy, then, you know, then I secretly wish that, wow, like, how good it would be if I can, you know, start to do something that I really enjoy. But I totally don't have any idea. I lost the interest. I don't know what I enjoy anymore. Mm. Yeah, during that time. Mm. Yes. And and during that time, that you said the only time you went out was um, you go to the clinic. Yeah. Every time you go to the clinic, can you tell us what, the, what do you remember most vividly your doctor had told you? Mm. Um, every time you go to the doctor, yeah. My doctor would say, mm. I have basically exhausted all the medicine that I can give you. Yeah, oh. Because him being my family doctor since young, yeah. I have lots of allergies. So there, were, okay. there is already a list of medicine that he couldn't prescribe me. Right. And then uh, for monthly jabs, I went down to weekly jabs, steroid jabs. Steroid, steroid jabs. jabs. Yeah. Okay. So he would tell me that actually he shouldn't be giving me so much steroid jabs. Wow. Yeah. Correct. Then and why did he? Time, yeah. Why did he give you then? Because I told him I cannot. I just can't. You just have mm. to give me the jab. Yeah. Okay, okay. I cannot leave this place without having a jab. Yeah. Right. Basically, I kind of like pleaded with him. He saw my condition. He knows mm. that I'm really suffering. Yeah. Mm. So he, he relented and then he helped to administer the jab. Yeah. And how, yes. how long did that last? This weekly mm. steroid jabs? From four weeks, right? One jab, I can last about four weeks. Then it came down to every seven days. So I will see the mm. redness coming back again. So you you did you were on this pattern like every week you visit the doctor for how long? Wow, I think it must be around two months. Yeah. Mm. Consecutively two months. Yeah. Around there. Two months. And what happened at the last visit? Yeah, last visit I, I recall I had just finished my jab. Okay. I was sitting down waiting for my pre- prescription. Okay. And then it was a very sunny afternoon. Mm. I was looking out of the clinic. I saw people walking past. Yeah. Pass by, you know, and then I just stare at the floor and I think to myself, mm. well, when is this going to be over? Am I going to be stuck with weekly steroid traps all mm. my life? Mm. Yeah. Then I suddenly thought to myself, no, this is not the kind of life that I want. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and I uh, came to the kind of like the end of myself. Okay. And I just thought, is there any other way? Mm. And then, yeah, and this at this point, right, suddenly your name came to my mind. Yeah, <laughs> very swiftly. Your name suddenly dropped into my mind. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. yes. You know, well, I knew you because we, we uh, I knew you from afar. Like, we know each other, you know, we yes. say hi, but we never really know uh, each other deeply. Yes. But I recall you doing probiotic food yes. uh, at one point. Yes. yes. So I thought maybe the natural way is the way to go. Yeah. Mm. Then I just dropped you a messenger. 
Yes, I remember. Yeah. Yes. And then noted noted down 26 March 2017. Wow. 12 39 p.m. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> divine timing. Yeah, divine timing. Yes. Mm, it's amazing. Um because uh actually you didn't know that I mm. Did you know that I had already closed the Good Food Hills and the Probiotic Bar and then started this one-to-one uh, program? Do you know at that time? No, I do not. Yeah, it's amazing because at that time, um, I was new in doing this full-time one-to-one because I closed my retail business. And mm. in that time, I remember that every uh, noon time, I will walk up and down my living room and I will wow. pray and tell God that I am mm-hmm. available for the women wow. who are looking for s- solutions that I can offer. Mm-hmm. Thank you for divinely connecting us. I do not know wow. who are they and what they are going through, but I know that if for those women who are searching and looking for an answer, for hope, mm. for real solutions. You know who they are and you know where they are. Thank you for divinely connecting us. And it was wow. during that short period, different <laughs> women just randomly, you know, come and look for me and you were one of them. Wow. <laughs> uh, at that time, I was, um, I hired a marketing guru you know and wow. i in- invested thirty five thousand for eight weeks mm. of okay. her help and mm. her help was that she taught me how to do webinar facebook ads and everything and i i told her because thirty five thousand was a lot to me because that time i was clearing a six-figure business that i told mm. her i'll be the best student you will ever have and i really mm. follow everything she did yeah. and you know what's the funny thing is that you didn't see the ad do you no, I didn't. <laughs> in fact, all my clients so far in the Breakthrough Woman program, zero, zero saw the ads. Wow. <laughs> zero saw the webinar. <laughs> it's just all my Instagram followers. And for you, you were not even really proactively following me on Instagram. Yeah. You just thought of it. And the, the yeah. bottom line, the moral of the story is that sometimes, <laughs> yeah, we can only ask, we have done all we could have done. You had done mm. everything you could. You even risk your health with steroid jabs, yes. a weekly steroid jab. And mm. you really said like, oh mm. God, I don't want to live this way. Is there yeah. another way? And you got your answer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Um, what do you remember being the reasons that helped you back from investing time and money in your breakthrough and healing journey in that time? Because it's a big decision to yeah. to reach out to me and to say, okay, you know, let's do this, you know. Mm. Yeah. Basically, I was um, pretty ready at that point of time. Right. I was ready to go on board anything that can help me. Okay. So I, I was uh, thinking to myself, I, the only obstacle would be my husband. He okay. has to also agree with me <laughs> yeah, to join the program and give me yes. his full support. And he did. Mm. Yes. yes. 
you know um that time right with the yeah. so called marketing guru she gave me yeah. a lot of uh of quite a few rules that she she thought that uh-huh. um I had to follow and one of the rules was that never ever meet or agree uh to meet the person who is applying to your program until they oh. they confirm and okay. I I totally broke all the rules. <laughs> I broke all the rules. <laughs> because that time you told me when we were texting a messenger that yeah. you couldn't even go out. Like the only time yeah. you go out is to wear your sunglasses and run out of the car and to the clinic. Yes. And then yes. after the jab, you run back to your car. <laughs> yeah, correct. Your sunglasses. Yes. And I just know that deep within me, it's like visit Fan, go to her house, ask if she's fine. <sighs> And I yeah. broke all the rules. Like when the 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 marketing guru knew, she was like, she had nothing to say because I broke all her rules. You know? Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you really have to listen to your inner wisdom. Yeah. Because okay. at the end of the day, it's about really helping someone, right? Yeah. I'm so glad I listened to that. You know yeah, that, that you came to her, <laughs> like no fan. I cannot meet you. I cannot talk to you until you enroll. Come on, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. So mm-hmm. and you, you decided to to come on board and and then can you tell us a little bit about um what were the first breakthroughs you experienced? Like what did you work on? Do you remember you worked on? Mm. Um, in the beginning, like the first few weeks. Yeah, the first goal was really to get my skin, you know, to treat my skin. So uh, mm. it gave me, you know, like one whole list of uh, homemade probiotic food recipes. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you asked me to follow. I did your kimchi. I did, you know, a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah, and I started to follow what you told me about what to do to heal my gut. Yes. Yeah, and... I think towards the two weeks into it, I experienced better. You know, I, I started mm-hmm. to feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, my skin actually took a, uh, took a turn for the better. Yeah. Mm. Without any medicine, without awesome. any jabs anymore. I stopped going for jabs. Yes. Yeah. And then till today, yes. I didn't have any more steroid jabs. Awesome. Yeah, since 2017. I didn't wow. even take any each control medication. Yeah. Wow. So I'm totally free from it. Yeah. Yes. And your yes. family doctor must be like, where is she? Yes. Zero one seven. Yeah. Where is she? What happened to her? <laughs> true, true, true. Yeah. And and what else happened? Like, um, so your skin took a turn, it became hmm. better. Your gut, yes. you, you didn't experience the bloating and less yes. bloating, right? Yeah. And, and then, uh, did your children, I mean, your children and your husband, like, did they notice any changes? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, they, they did notice the changes on the skin itself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then I was able to start making short trips outside with them. Ah. Yeah, I was able to start exercising, you know, then uh-huh. uh, start dressing up more. Yeah, because mm. as the skin clears away, mm-hmm. cleared away mm-hmm. I started to feel like I want to dress up a bit more. So gradually, I started to dress up as well. Uh-huh. Yeah, I want to look good. Yes. Yeah. 
you know, it's, it's, really a it's really a correlation how we feel on the inside yes. with what we want to look on the outside. Yes. If I'm feeling, starting to feel good on the inside, I want yes. to do something to help myself look better on the outside. Yes. Yeah. Like, besides the fermented food that you, mm. you were so diligent in following, um, <laughs> and you had fun, you know, making them, yes. Uh, yes. what made you feel better about yourself at the, mm. in the emotional aspect? Can you share with us a little more what uh, did you work on emotionally, mm. mentally? Yes, um, because the program is not just about uh, the health aspect, Right. It went deeper into yeah. the inward beliefs, you know, and then uh, I just want to share uh, an mm. incident where we, where we did something yeah. that brings me back to my, uh, that, you know, um, yes. yeah, it was an, a session whereby we were talking about the uh, inward condition, the inward beliefs that I had. Yeah. So uh, in one of the sessions, I had a vision mm. of a little girl yeah. That was uh, who was badly charred. She was uh, she's standing far away from me, looking yes. so frightened. Yes. And uh, didn't want to approach me. Yes. So the moment I was suddenly hit with the with the reality that mm. this girl is actually me. Mm. Standing there, badly charred, mm. frightened, and unable to come close. And that was mm. it was at that point that I started to break down in tears. Yeah, uh, I was thinking, what did I do with myself? Yeah, what did I do to this little girl? Yeah, mm. on the inside. Then I realized that it was really the years of self-reproach, self-criticism, and all the tormenting voices that says I'm not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it really created the state that she was in, that I was in. Yes, so, I will never forget that session too. Yeah, because it was so vivid. Your mm. when I asked you, what do you see? Mm. Uh, I think it was a closed-eyed process, and yes. uh, I guided you through something. And then I that came to a point we went so deep that you said, mm. "Wow, I saw this." You know, mm. like maybe yeah. for for the sake of those people who who have no idea what this is about, um, mm. how do you know? Like, how do you get to that vision? Like. It just came to your consciousness when you were closing your eyes, or is something that you dreamt before about or imagined before about, or that was the first time you saw that image in your mind, in your image in yeah, your that mind. That was the first time that I saw. Yeah, I I always know that I've been quite. I've been a person that is unkind to myself. I often, you mm. know, like will speak negatively to myself, but it never right. dawned on me that I have severely abused myself hmm. yeah, to, to that state. It came during where, yeah, it was a closed eye session and you were guiding me and yes. suddenly this picture just came in. It's meant, it meant to tell me something about my inner state. Yeah. How I, was I really suffering? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and from there, what happened after that? It dawned upon you that it was that bad. In your relationship I, with yourself. Yes, I was uh, in that vision. I also mm. reached out to her. I reached out to her. Mm. Yeah, and at first she was not wanting to come near me. Yes. And I remember I, I just kept on stretching out my hand. I said, come closer, come closer. 
yeah, I, I will be nice to you. I will be nice to you. Wow. Then eventually in that vision, we hugged. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a moment where I thought, wow, I managed to re- reconcile with myself. Yeah. yeah. I accept who you are, fam. Yeah. Yeah. I accept who you are. Wow. That's yeah. a very moving encounter. Mm. Like, I mean, we never thought of that. Yeah. Like, that we, we, we never thought that, oh, you know, we, we, the most important relationship actually is the relationship with, we have with ourselves. Yeah. And, Fen, like, when you realized that and you began your self-acceptance and self-reconciliation, mm-hmm. and you begin to connect the dots to the adult version of yourself, Mm. What what do you think caused that self rejection, self hatred, mm. as since such a young age? Mm. Like I think, what? Mm. Mm. A particular incident? Um, it may not be particular incident, but uh, like you, your childhood. What was your yeah. childhood like? That you you were like that. I think um, not that anyone was probably making me feel that way. Yes. Yeah. I remember that Mm. I always feel that I have to prove myself. Yeah. Like um, Mm. I'm always the one that is um, not doing not too well in my studies. I'm always Mm. the one that's breaking the rules as in like when it's time to uh, work, I like to play, you know, Mm. and then, yeah, like, um, I'm being, I felt like I wasn't doing well. I, I need to do better. Yeah, I need to prove that I am good. Yeah, so um, since young, I, will, I felt that way, that I have to constantly prove myself that I am good. I have to do more. Yes. I remember you, you had a, another session and it was about your father about yeah. your report card. Can you tell us yes, a little yeah. more about that? Okay, that will be one very vivid incident that I remember. I remember that was um, in when I was P1 or P2. Mm, about seven or eight years old. Eight. Yeah. I got, uh, I came in third in a class. Yeah, which mm. I was very, yeah, I was <laughs> on my bed. I showed him my report card. Yes. Then I came in third in a class. And then yeah. my father, yeah. why are you not the first? Why are you not the first? Yes, mm. I turned around and I, I, you know, I ran to my room and I sat on the bed. I started crying. Then mm. my dad came in, comforted me. No, that's not what I meant. Right. Yeah, uh, you well, you know. Yeah. Continue. But that was like a, a moment where I really, I really, you know, uh, received the word that. No, you are not doing well enough. You mm. need to be better. Yeah. Mm. And that was really deeply imprinted in my heart. Yeah. yeah at that time. And yeah. so with that very strong core belief and self-definition, that I'm not doing well enough, you know. Mm. Um, how did that show up in your adult version of yourself when you were uh, having your career? Can you tell us more mm. about that? Oh, yes. Uh, I think I achieved uh, 
on one hand, I'm yes. someone that is pretty optimistic and I like to try things yeah. that are new. Yeah. yeah. So there came by an opportunity for me to start a business together with uh, an established food and beverage, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, restaurant owner. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, I thought to myself, well, it's a good chance for me to learn from her and also have her to try mm. out in owning my own business. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is one major event, so I, I okay. must share about this. Sure. Yeah, so I started the business yeah, yeah. together with her as mm-hmm. a franchise business. Okay. Yeah, and initially, the first two months, we were doing pretty well because it was new and then we were doing active Facebook marketing and mm. all sorts. Yeah, and mm. um, it was pretty well for the first two months. Okay. Then later on, uh, it became... It, uh, the business slowed down a lot, yeah, mm. and uh, uh, the investors had to pump me more money, and eventually, after about half a year, yeah, the business closed, and I was landed in a debt. Yeah, you were in debt. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and that incident really, really crushed me, and it yeah. further proved to me that yeah, I am not good enough. I'm right. Not smart enough. I'm not. Uh, wise enough I'm not mm. yeah everything is not good enough mm. must be yes. a very huge blow to it was. to you yes it really crushed mm. me mm. Uh, to the bottom beyond words because I really had difficulty facing myself too yeah. okay mm. had difficulty facing yourself mm. yes. and this was how many years, like this before the skin problem? Two zero one three. Yes. Okay, and then so after that, four years. Mm. four years. Yeah. What, four years. Okay. Yes. And so after two zero one three, that that business uh, crisis happened yes. to you. Yes. What was life like in that wow. time? Okay, I was like. Um, Busy picking up the pieces because we had okay. to let go of the business and then we yeah. had to let go of our house. Yeah, yeah. we had to let go wow. of a lot of things. And my, <laughs> I mean, there's, uh, I don't know how to face people in a sense that we, that I have to talk about this, that I yeah. used to have this business, but now I don't, you know. Yes, yeah. it, yes. it's and a very then, public fall, if you yes. will. Mm. And because then mm. Because Yeah, everyone around me knows I'm into, I'm doing this Yes, yes. Mm. Your social circle Yeah Your church community Yeah And then um, You went and you had the skin problem Like how long later? Yeah, around four, three to four years later Okay This was Fully expressed on my health. Yeah. Mm, so it took about four years to manifest in another way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the stress. <laughs> yeah. So, so you never, in that four years, would you say you never really found closure in that business failure? I would say I tried to move on. Okay. And at certain point, uh, I do come back to the place where I had to wrestle with this. I thought I have already 
dealt with this. I've already moved on. But at yes. a certain point in that four years, yeah. there were several times where I had to come back and realize that I haven't really dealt with this, mm. yeah, this sense of failure in my life. The sense of failure. And so when you uh, came on a breakthrough journey, you were mm. going through deep emotional healing, right? Yes. And then you learn about your belief programs, your belief system about yourself, okay? Yes. And then you begin to connect the dots. Can you tell yes. us a little more about what were the main relationships that you you didn't know you needed healing in, you didn't need closure in? I mean, like when you came on the program, you didn't come to me and say, Val, uh, I have this uh, belief program up that I am... <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I have this sense of failure and I believe it's the root cause of my skin problem. You didn't come in that way, did you? No. You no. didn't. It was during yes. the thing in the middle and towards the end that yes. it became all about healing, 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 finding yeah. closure, finding peace, right? Yeah. Can you tell us what were the main relationships mm. that you found closure I think the, in? The f- first and foremost will be with mm. myself. Yeah. Yes. And... Uh, Although I have some idea that I needed to work on myself, but never in that magnitude. Yeah. I didn't know I have so many things that I needed to do with concerning <laughs> mm. myself, accepting mm. myself, you know, and loving myself. Yeah. Yes. And I realized that um, uh, when I do not love myself, yeah. there is a limit that I can love others. Wow, that's yeah. very powerful. Can I repeat what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> if you if I cannot love myself, there's a mm. limit to how much I can love others. Yeah. Can you tell us yeah. more about that? You know, um when I struggle with uh insecurity, yeah. Yeah. I can only love those that are that I can extend that hand of compassion. Mm. But for those that are doing well, mm-hmm. those that you know are doing much better than me. Yeah. Can, that insecurity will stop me from loving them. Yes. And that would be the limit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I feel that um, as I work, work through myself, the more yeah. I accept myself, yes. the more I can accept the successes of others yes. and the failures of others. Yeah. You know, I can share in their joy and yeah. in their pain. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, uh, I realized that in that journey of recovery, that mm. really helped me really love people even more. Wow. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then, so besides your relationship with yourself, like when you began mm-hmm. to accept, respect, and value, and then eventually love yourself, uh, mm. what were the other relationships you found similar healing and closure? I think it would be my family because uh, mm. the next in line would be my family that mm-hmm. I have uh, isolated myself from them emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. For that long, maybe in that period of that four years, I do not know. Yeah. Mm. I, you know, prior to this outbreak of eczema, probably in that four years, I've already, you know, uh, starting to isolate myself in, uh, a, you know, back then. So I think the first thing that I really felt is, um, I really want to be there with them and connect with them. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I am with them. Yeah. yeah. You know, I always am there, but I'm not there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being fully present with them to yeah. experience life together. 
Yes, yes. You know, that, that was really uh, one of the important things yeah, that I received for myself. Yeah, being present and really enjoy the time that I have with them. Yes, that must have meant a lot to your children and to your yes. husband. Yes, I remember that time uh, I could volunteer at my daughter and son's school. Yes. Yeah. Yes, for their class events. Uh-huh. And uh, had a great time, you know, like uh, when they asked me, Ma- Mommy, can you volunteer? You know, to be, <laughs> to be the best parent volunteer, you know. I yeah. said, okay, I will do that. Yeah, mm. and we went for zoo trips, we went yes. for different trips. Yeah. yeah. And then, yes, I'm so happy that I didn't miss out that part of their lives. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember you, you telling me that you feel you felt guilty about mm. not being even able to go to your son's school and yes. your daughter's school. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm sure yeah. that's like a lot of mom, mom guilt yeah, that you, you struggle with. And yeah. I remember the very first time you, you texted me and you said, Val, today is the first day out that I could pick my son up from school. And yeah. I will never forget his face when he saw me. <laughs> Oh. Remember you told me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. Mm. I think it never meant so much when it was not, you know, when I had to miss it, you know. Yeah. But the moment I could take it back, I, I could be there for him, it really, really brought such joy at that moment. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. priceless. I mean, can you put a price mm. tag to that? <laughs> Mm, no. it's it can't like these are memories and experiences yeah. Yeah. and and then um what were the changes you continued to notice after your healing mm. journey uh i think one very uh small thing but very uh actually uh is very important thing is i can value and affirm yeah. myself in every small step that i take mm. yeah i yeah i used to Look at the big things, you know, yeah. how much I can achieve in a big way. Yeah. I don't affirm myself even the little things. Yeah, but mm. today if I can, I can, uh, you know, arrange to meet a friend and I actually step out of the house and be there even earlier than the time that we agreed. Yeah. I would say, wow, I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. yeah. Yes, like the little things that I used to despise, like mm. I don't even want to affirm myself for that. Yeah, mm. it has now become an encouragement to myself. Yeah. Wow. Yes. You were very withholding from yourself, like very stingy with your encouragement, your self encouragement, because yeah. you never yes. felt you were worth it, right? Yes. But now it's different. You are very mm. generous in loving yourself. Yeah. Since Correct. the day you embraced that little girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And because you could give to yourself, you find it easy to give to others. Yeah. Yes. And I can't help but noticing little things, you know, Uh about the person that I can affirm. Yeah. Ah, Yes, you have become a very encouraging person. (laughs) Yeah, much more than I did in the past. I used to think that, okay, I used to be able to encourage, but not in this manner where I really look able to look out for the little things. I saw yeah. something positive in everything, every wow. little thing. 
yeah and wow. even if it's a mistake i acknowledge yeah and then i tell myself okay now we uh fan it's okay what we, yeah. what can i learn from this and wow. let's move on let's move on that yeah. is such a underrated life skill you know to be able to self soothe and self encourage fan it's okay what mm. can we learn from this and let's yeah. move on it's not also not about pretending to be miss sunshine and like everything is yeah. all right you know whatever and just dash forward yeah you know and be happy clappy yeah. it's about reflection just now you said you knew yeah. how to um calm yourself and then not stop there but self reflect learn from yes. it grow yes. through it and move mm. forward meaningfully yeah. that's a yeah. powerful thing to be able to do for yourself and another takeaway from you right was the journaling mm. part the journaling uh. part re- really helped me to do this oh because yeah because um uh i when i pen down my thoughts right um yes. i really go through the pain and i mm. write down all the disappointment mm. but i always uh find myself in a place where i can encourage myself after all you know the disappointment that i write about myself i could end up encouraging myself yeah wow. by writing everything that i felt yeah about think, journaling a friend so were yeah. you able to do this last time like and why not if yeah like journaling I, to encourage yourself mhm i used to do this um you know uh you a few times but okay. i always you know not doing it for the most right. part right yeah. right but this year i really got to the pattern of um journaling mm. yeah if if this uh, uh i can do it almost every day sometimes wow. okay there is a one two day gap <laughs> but i always come back and i'll do it yeah i'll write all sorts of ref- reflection revelation yes good and bad incidents that happen yes. i just want to jot down commit it to my memory yes yeah. and remember so that one day when i look back Yeah, I can encourage myself, and hopefully, I will. En- I can encourage others. Like when I one day when I pass my journal book to my kids. Wow, yeah. that's yeah. a priceless heirloom. Mm. Yeah, correct. And and um, it, do you want to say anything else about the what were the changes you continued to notice? Mm, yeah, I think mm. uh just now I mentioned when I learn to love myself more, I can learn to love others a bit more. Yes. Yeah, and then uh one most important thing is I found myself mm. reconnecting to God. Yeah. Mm. Yes, because Tell a big more. part of me, yeah, a big part of me since sixteen years old, yes. I was in church. Okay. Yeah, and my relationship with God was a very big part of me since my teenage teenager years. Right. Yeah, and then uh. Through the failure of the mm. business, you know, I found myself drifting away. Yeah, right. it's like it's like I feel like a total failure even before God. Yeah, I can't face myself, I can't face others, and I can't face God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that you yes. can't even face God. Like, okay, I'm not even worthy of you to love me. Yeah. Correct. Wow. Yes. I- I couldn't face God, so I slowly, you know, uh, you know, remove myself from the environment, yeah, altogether. What yes. changed that you began to be able to face God and allow yourself to receive 
from God? I think uh, first of all, it began with the healing with myself. Yeah, and then I also discovered that there has always been a longing in my heart. Yeah, yeah, to get reconnected with God. Mm. Yeah, and I finally found the courage mm. to do that. Yeah, to come before Him, you know. But it also took a process of time. Yeah, that oh, yes. I really experienced His love, His unconditional love, that He doesn't see me the way I see myself. Yeah. yeah, they see me in a total, totally different light. Yeah, that yes. I'm worth it. I'm loved, no yes. matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it became a deeper. It became more meaningful to you. Everything you just said, like the relationship and how, how God sees you, um, mm. because I'm sure back then you already hear it very often. God mm. loves you unconditionally. Uh, Even if yes. you fail, God loves you. You know. But yeah. it didn't sink in. Yeah, it didn't. Until after you... so many years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the amazing thing is yeah. we could just, you know, um, go on in our Christian life sometimes and we think that we need to be strong. Yeah. yeah. We need to be we need to be worthy of God's love. Yeah, but at yes. the point when this thing came, happened, yeah. it brought me to the point where, you know, I began to see his love in a different light. Right. Yeah, that I need not be perfect. Yeah. I can still have my struggles even today. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even a moment ago, I'm still struggling with something, mm-hmm. but I'm still loved. Yes. Yes. And the way you say, I'm still loved, is like full of conviction. Because you didn't read about it. You were not told about You didn't sing about it. You're not yeah. just singing about it. It's that you really experienced it, witnessed it yes. for yourself. It's not like yes. somebody told you. It's not secondhand yeah. information or knowledge from a Bible, a book, a course. Yeah. It's, it's your breakthrough journey, your healing journey that yes. you can say today. I experienced it. And because of that, I know that it's the truth. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And nobody and no experience, life circumstance down the road can ever change that, your personal yeah. experience. Yes. Once I get it, I get it. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Welcome, you know, Belle. I mean, most people, like when they go through such Wow, personal crisis day, it's hard to, to share about it, mm. you know. But because you went through it, you found mm. priceless lessons and you're here to share your story. I'm sure that the person, the listener that's listening right now, may it show mm. you that it's not over. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much too, Belle. And before we leave, before I let you go, if you have any advice to give to someone who's going through similar challenges that you did, you know, of like losing yourself because of a health condition, going through mm. failure in your career, um, mm. what would you say to her? I think um, it's something I always ask myself too. Um, mm. And I realized that all of us have a cry within our heart. Mm. You know, it's a cry for something more, something better than what mm-hmm. we are having now. Mm. Yeah, and if we acknowledge and we reach for it, we can yeah. position ourselves 
for that change. Somehow things will just come, people and events will just come, yes. and lead us to the right place. And yes. eventually we will see wonderful things happening to us. Yes. What I'm hearing from you is that it's, it's not about like how, you were not even thinking about the how, how, how. You were like, yeah. you were just open to solutions, mm. open for support and help. And because you yes. were, the inspiration will come in, who to reach out to, what to do. You were yes. in that state in the clinic, weren't you? Yeah. Position yourself, you say, uh, yes. for that change. That's the very first step. Mm. That's right. Wow. Thank you so much for your encouragement for our listeners today. Thank you so much, Ben. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you.